Hello, Internet. How are we doing tonight? It's Saturday hey. night. Time for some more D&D. All kinds of craziness going on today. I mean, BlitchCon's going on instead of TwitchCon. Uh, one of our one of our friends from Rollsmith is doing a ch doing a charity stream for Extra Life, which we will raid at the end of our session tonight. So stick with us for that. Um, yeah, I uh, got a few things to go over real quick. Uh, but first, it would be it, I want to be a good host and welcome my cast for another Saturday night with us. How are all of you doing? Doing well. Hi. Doing good. Great way to end the week, right? Or a great way to spend yes. the weekend is play some D and D. Mm -hmm. We had a we had a great session this morning with uh, Shadow Watch. Uh, they uh, kind of kicked it off real well going into the Underdark. But I know you guys are gonna have a have an interesting session tonight. I hope, fingers crossed. We'll see. Um, but a uh, couple of quick things. Um, shout out and a thank you to Sirenscape for the background musics and soundboards. Uh, as again, as say before, this is a custom set I've compiled for this season of Challenge Accepted. Um, also, want to take a moment and talk about the audio version uh, or the podcast version of these episodes. Um, have been working on getting caught up on that, and there are a few episodes from the first the first season that have already been posted. Well, I've caught up, and now we have. A bunch more that will be coming out uh, if you're curious to try to follow along with those just look for scuba studio on all the uh, major podcast distributors uh, spotify audible apple google uh, intune all of those places you can check it out um, all the various podcast episodes from the scuba and the rye on tuesday nights shadow watch saturday mornings and this show challenge accepted here on saturday nights uh, this wednesday is actually going to be a big drop. Oh, not correction. This Monday is going to be a big drop of Challenge Accepted episodes. So if you want to catch up on some of the previous episodes and don't have the time to sit and watch uh, here on Saturday nights live on Twitch or our YouTube channel, Scuba Studio on YouTube, and check video versions of those episodes as well, you can do the audio-only version. So try and keep that, uh, that in mind. Um, really excited got a lot of that out <laughs> it was a big push this week um uh pretty much the major things like i said we're, we we already know we're going to raid a friend of ours when we get done with the show tonight to help them out because they're doing a 24-hour charity stream for extra life and want to show our support and of course uh normally this is the this is the weekend for twitchcon but since you know pandemic we're calling it they're calling it glitchcon and there, there's various shenanigans there. So, also, uh, thank you, Ms. K, for the four-month sub. Um, Jinxie, thank you for all those bits. Uh, looks like uh, everybody has an inspiration to uh, start off with. Uh, so we got Pearl with an inspiration die, Titus with an inspiration die, and Maze has an inspiration die. So, got all of those things right off the bat. So, uh, if you're watching the chat here live with us, we do have a section of stuff that you can select to influence the game. All you tricksters. Tricksters can do weird things from through the veil of dimensions and reality. 
Uh, just check out the little panel here on Twitch that says interactions with the our viewer interactions. Uh, also, uh, we have you can select options via your channel points or bubbles. Uh, so feel free to apply, apply those to see what kind of craziness happens. <laughs> so with that, uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good so far? Yeah, doing well so far. I am excited to uh, not fail the mission tonight. That's all, that, that, that was a great goal. You know, you have to be optimistic. You know, there's a good positive attitude, positive thinking. Uh, hopefully it'll serve us well tonight. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I'm excited, but I always am when I'm playing Pearl. <laughs> That's no joke. <laughs> That's fair. reference chat so I'm trying to pull that up real quick. What happened? Should be all there. Alright. <laughs> what do you mean Kitmatari people like you? That's a not so subtle movie reference. Ah <laughs> Oh a gift from the tricksters for Titus. Okay. Nice. I'm going to kick off with that. Okay, here we go. All right. All right, so uh, Titus, go ahead and roll a D100. Okay. 39. 39. 39 would give you... Huh. An Elder Cartographer's Glossography. They wonder Sounds like a dictionary. <laughs> oh, um, oh, this is an Acquisitions Incorporated item. Uh, so, no, we will discount that one. And, yeah, we'll do this one. It's currently... A UA item, so should be available. We'll see how it is in Tasha's when Tasha's comes out next week. Um, it is an Eldritch Claw tattoo. What you'll find, what you'll have is you'll have a you will find a needle, and when you apply the needle to your to your skin and attune to it, you will gain uh, this tattoo. Uh, the tattoo depicts a claw-like forms. 
and other jagged shapes while the tattoo is on your skin. Your unarmed strikes are considered magical for the purposes of overcoming immunity and resistance to non-magical hmm. attacks. Uh, you gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls for unarmed strikes. Um, uh, Eldritch Maul, as a bonus action, you can empower the tattoo for one minute. For the duration, each of your melee weapon attacks can reach a target uh, 30 feet away from you as tendrils of ink launch from your weapon or unarmed strike towards the target. In addition, your melee weapon attacks deal an extra D6 of force damage on a hit. Mm. Once wow. used, this bonus action can't be used again until the next dawn. Uh, to attune to it, uh, to attune to this item, you hold the needle to your skin where you want the tattoo to appear, pressing the needle there with throughout the attunement process. When the attunement is complete, the needle turns into the ink and becomes the tattoo, which appears on the skin. If you have multiple magic tattoos, they count as a single magic item with regard to the number of magic items you can attune to. If your attunement to the tattoo ends, the, va the tattoo vanishes and the needle reappears in the closest unoccupied space to you. So essentially, the way tattoo magic works, for anyone who's unfamiliar, is uh, the amount of coverage of the tattoo, it, it, each tattoo is one magic item. So being tattooed is one magic item. But the amount of tattoos that cover your body depict the rarity of it. Like a rare uh, would be like an entire limb. Uh, getting up higher would be like uh, most or most of your body or whatnot. But mm -hmm. for like common and uncommon, it's just a section of a limb, like maybe a half sleeve or or uh, full or something on the back or the chest, the face, wherever you want the tattoo, you can do that. You just press the needle to you for the uh, time it takes for attunement, which is typically um, about an hour or so, or during a short rest. And poof, it's attuned. Hmm. So, yep. Very cool. Yep, so it's Eldritch Claw Tattoo. Okay, okay. You guys all have your D4 inspirations, which you can use at any point during the stream uh, that you feel it's needed. Uh, if you get a... And of course, there's plenty of other things. Also, the HP bar is uh, dropped down when people follow, subscribe, rate, or host. Uh, when that drops down, then I'm going to throw in a wandering monster based on the random encounter for the environment and the level you guys are at. Three level three, so it'd be a level three encounter. Urban, because you're in a city. Using Xanathar's uh, guide to everything, the random encounter tables that are posted there. Probably the easiest thing to deal with and kind of encourage uh, more of those things, whether it's gifted subs, real subs, subs or subs. Subs, follows, and all that fun stuff. Makes life interesting, doesn't that? <laughs> Earl, yeah, I think you're a little quiet. Are you muted? You're muted? Okay. Somebody had commented. They thought you were being really quiet today for some reason. It's like, I'm sorry. I didn't cast silence as a ritual today, so I couldn't do that. <laughs> oh, I'm excited because that, that's one more thing that probably... Ooh, what's that? 
That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I don't get to let my inner pearl out very often, so I have to do it when I get a chance, right? I didn't say it's a, it's it's really concentrated into this period, is what she's saying. <laughs> yep, it sure is. <laughs> That's fair. I can go with that. I can go with that. Oh, I'm going on four hours of sleep, so this should be fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Original 17. Yes, please. More followers, the better. Subscribers and everything else. All that support helps helps keeps this growing, and we can produce more and do more things, and also keeps me from having to go look for a real job. But <laughs> Either way, though, I got a ping from uh, somebody from AstraZeneca wanting to chat on Monday. So curious to see how that pans out. We'll see. <laughs> all right, Cesar, it's all good. Also, uh, have the bot running. So if there's a question or a comment, uh, put question in all caps or comment in all caps. And uh, the bot should filter it up. And we'll try to answer those uh, a couple of points during the stream to kind of you know take care of that alrighty so where were we oh yes we last left off uh, you guys had faced off with Inspector Logan and killed Inspector Logan or the creature you believed was Inspector Logan uh, the next night uh, found you came across uh, Koth and he was, uh, he was searching for his wife who had vanished and it turns out that she was the fourth victim in the string of murders. As you went to go investigate the body, you had inadvertently walked into a trap with uh, some creatures you had not yet come across. Uh, Titus kind of thinks they're they they is somewhat familiar with were creatures and thinks that they're some type of were creature, um, although not really sure. Um, but they were kind of a canine uh, type of were creature. And real, actually, real quick as I do that, uh, uh, each of you roll a nature check for me. Uh, 13. Yeah. Hmm. 10. 17. Okay. Maze, you you could tell they were they were a canine, but they more resembled like a, a like a, 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 a canine subspecies called uh, that's called a jackal, or referred to as a jackal. They're kind of uh, their forms are typically more kind of leaner than uh, traditional wolves or some of the, like the the mastiffs and hunting hounds that you're used to seeing. Um, for Pearl and Titus, it's like dog, dogs, a dogs, a dog. It was rough. <laughs> so, but, you know, sharing the information. So these are kind of a were jackal type creature. Um, and you were in ambushed. You fought, you killed a couple. One ran away. Um, or a couple ran away, but you did kill. You you killed two, captured one, and, uh, so, and another one got away. I believe that's right. And... Then you met the new chief inspector, and he uh, was a little defensive at the accusation that he had something to do with uh, you guys walking into the trap. But uh, uh, while having that conversation, you saw Koth again, 
Only at this point, grief had fully set in, and he was uh, wandering in the streets with a double-bladed axe and a couple of hand axes tucked in his belt. Uh, with a, a clever use of a sleep spell, you managed to subdue him without causing yourselves or him any permanent damage. Uh, he was then taken away and presumably uh, left to sleep it off, so to speak. Um, then you guys went back to the lodging house and called it a night. So here we are late afternoon the next day as you uh, get your full rest in and uh, decide how you wish to approach the evening. Um, so uh, if I remember right, we were also looking to uh, check in with a medical examiner mm-hmm. just to get a, a look at the body. That's fine. Um, so uh, I'd like to... Uh, to do that, uh, if you all are in agreement, we should at least stop by the medical examiner and then maybe check in on Koth and what's going on at the precinct before we continue on our patrol. I like going to new places. I'm good with that. Sounds like a plan to me. Okay. Uh, so I get all my gear, all my armor, and, and uh, prepare myself uh, and we uh, we head out. Okay. Um, you guys uh, head out and uh, head over to the uh, what Pat, what the medical examiner's uh, place is. Uh, it's a fairly kind of uh, rundown area. It's not too far from the. Uh, it's closer to the kind of the docks, kind of a kind of a waterway area, or near a cemetery and a cemetery. You don't want to have it. Because obviously, with these types of things, you want to keep—you don't want to keep bodies out of the ground for too long, because things tend to get a little, uh, little ripe. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you guys go in, and um, you mean uh, see a—you see a little, little uh, a gnome um, standing there with a kind of with a with kind of the lab coat type or a, an apron and 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 uh, a more more atti- attire that's more befitting of a butcher. Than, a me- than someone who's a medical examiner, but I guess in this uh, kind of environment, that's l- it's a ca- not hard to tell the difference uh, between the two. But um, he's sitting there and he's he's kind of wa- he's kind of washing up his hands. Uh, looks like he just got done doing uh, something. Um, he's sitting there and he he kind of looks over to you guys and like, yes, what can I do for you, Mage? Is Alan need you to do something again? Um, well, I'm actually with this group here, but we are helping Alan as well. We are looking into the murders that have been happening here recently. Oh, you know, oh, those one with those poor unfortunate women, yes. I assume you're here because of the body that was brought in last night. Be the one. Yes, terrible business with her. Terrible business. What do, you, what do you want to know? Well, we heard her hands were missing. Yes, uh, removed uh, just below, the, just above, just above the wrist. Very clean. You know why the things are missing? Like, what, what would be a good reasons for why they're missing? The different, the different pieces and. And what are, what missing on the different bodies? 
<laughs> say that. Say that again. You kind of cut out. I couldn't catch it all. Uh, uh, do you have any ideas of why um, the different things would be missing? Like what they'd be trying to do with them, and like which pieces are missing from the different bodies? I'm not really sure. I think it's very strange. I'm gonna kill a body, kill a person, just kill them. Why? I don't understand. But then again, it's strange what some people. These are very strange lands. I uh, I look to this uh, gnome, uh, weird-looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh, I I ask him if he noticed any difference in the uh, nature of the cuts that were left on the parts of the body that were that remained uh, from the previous uh, victims. No, they're pretty much the same. Very skilled and clean. Someone who's very practiced with a knife. Why were you expecting them to be different? Well, since since the uh, the not so good inspector has departed, and and uh, I feel he was quite assuredly part of the team uh, that's conducting these heinous acts. Uh, since he is no longer there, I wanted to see if there was any change in the way that the bodies were handled. No. Uh, the constables that brought them to me tend to be very thorough in how the, in in mannered in how they bring them to me because every every bit of evidence counts and any mishandling of bodies not looked upon ever since that business a few years back. How oh, some some vampire spawn had come into the area and torn a few bodies up and the. The constables at the time were a little sloppy, mixing men's arms with women's arms, children's feet with adult feet. It, I was quite cross with them and brought my complaints to the council. Since then, they've uh, been very thorough in the fact that if they're that they bring them in and they bring them in orderly and don't, you know, toss them on a cart and just drag them around. Have you heard any strange whisperings? from the council about all of this going on? Anything out of the ordinary you could tell us? No, I tend to stay away from them. Too much politics. Too much squabbling. You said there was vampire spawn. Were the vampire spawn taken care of? Yes. Every so often, if you wander through here, there's, these lands are... You, you, you sound... You, you seem like you've not been around here He's, there are all kinds of manners of creatures that wander in from time to time, and then there are some that have residency here. Like what kind of things are, have residency here? Well, there's a couple of vampires. There's a couple of vampire spawn that seem to be quite uh, well respected in the community, provided they keep their idiosyncrasies kept in kept in the appropriate places. It's frowned upon to commit murder in, in public. Frowned upon? 
Yes, isn't it frowned upon where you come from? I mean, seriously. Why would anyone want to commit murder in public? So, you have vampire spawn living among you. Yes. Well, living in, in a very loose term. Oh, just because they, they're inflicted doesn't mean they're bad people? Hmm. And thinking you have had different experience with vampire spawn? Let me just say, I'm from Barovia. Ah, yes. Yes, I've heard of that land. Straw does not play well with the communities. To put it mildly. Um, so how do these, um, the, the, the civil uh, vampire spawn uh, um, quench their thirst and things without, you know, in a civil way? I don't know personally I'm not fond of their business but I haven't had any but if you're wondering if they've uh, murdered any if they've murdered anyone that I have seen lately no they tend to be very they don't tend to kill people that would end up here now how they how they feed if they do as far as I know they don't do it within the city limits but again it's not my business it's only my business if I have bodies to deal with, like the, like uh, poor Mister Koth's wife who came, who was brought in. Terrible business with her. Trying to find her before it happened, but it didn't work. Maze, do you have any other questions for the good examiner? Not right now. Oh, Maze, as always, it's a pleasure. Be sure to give my best to Alan next time he needs a favor. And do. Uh, and please, uh, if you do hear any whisperings that might be useful, please do come and find us. Let us know. Uh, can't promise anything, but if I do, I will make sure you get to work. With that, I will, uh, you know, give him a, a subtle bow and, and, and then start to head out. Okay. After his left, do you think that whoever might be killing these people might be selling the blood to the vampire soul? Are, are, you, are we all out together? Yeah, I was. I left. Yeah, he's. His, you did your bow. He's gone back okay. to his thing. Okay. You guys are, are are heading out. So at this point, you've obviously not within earshot. So okay. Um. So I I really I don't get the sense that this is really related to vampire spawn. Uh, I may be wrong about that, but uh, I I would imagine that that. Uh, they would have more creative ways uh, of going about their business than what we're seeing. Uh, a little more animalistic, if you will. Well, the animalistic people, though, were were um, ambushed ambushed us and did not do the right kind of body. If they were the one that was causing the body, they would have done the body right. Right. Yeah, there were definitely discrepancies. Uh, in the body one that's the animalistic one and one that is the, the those changeling creatures 
Maybe we should uh, go and check in with uh, Koth and the inspector and see if we can find out any more. I guess so, yeah. What do you think, Mace? Sounds good. About what hour is it getting to, Scoop? Uh, it's mid-afternoon at this point. Um, probably, uh, you guys you guys rose probably shortly after lunch. Mm. What, what passes for lunchtime. And going and uh, getting to the medical examiner and, and getting in and speaking with him would have taken a couple of hours. So it's about mid-afternoon. Okay. The sun, this, uh, what passes for sunlight is starting to kind of wane in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. For you, Titus, this is a it's kind of an unusual thing this past few days because, you know, Barovia hardly has ever any sunlight. And to actually see something that partially resembles a, 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 a day-night cycle is, uh, is, is on the one hand a little refreshing, on the other hand very disconcerting. Mm-hmm. So, and the fog is still very thick. The fog uh, is vi- thinner during the day when the sunlight is when the sun is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is in a, the, the weather typically is overcast. Mm-hmm. However, uh, most of the time during the day, it's it's thinner mm-hmm. than uh, at night. I mean, there are still points where you can see a moon as clouds pass. Mm-hmm. Kind of that quintessential uh, scenescape where there's wisps of clouds that come in that block the moon from time to time. But mm-hmm. at night, mist does tend to rise and be its be at its most prevalent. Are there? I'm sure there's plenty of areas in this uh, district that we've not yet explored. Um, no, could you give me a, quite a bit of the entire city? You haven't explored. The city is roughly eight to ten thousand people strong. Right. So right. you're just in kind of one one borough or one section. Right. You're kind of getting around for most of what you need. Uh, mm-hmm. right now and that's mm-hmm. kind of why it takes some time to travel from spot to spot but mm-hmm. this area you're in is where all the activity is as far as your mm-hmm. attention has been so um i mean we were given a map uh of the area at least of the general layout mm-hmm. from uh, that and May, May, maze's knowledge as the fact that mm-hmm. she's a local she knows kind of the more expedient ways mm-hmm. to get uh from place to place mm-hmm. okay all right. Um, so we're all uh, in agreement. We should head to uh, the precinct and check in with those folks. Yeah. Yeah. I do uh, want to mention. Oh, sorry. Go for it. No, no. That's your I game. Do wanna... I'm just the one to provide some environmental flavor. I just want to mention I did like Pearl's idea. I mean, they have to get blood somewhere. Um, he said they don't go around just killing people and am i wrong or do i remember all the bodies were drained of blood or is that wrong that is that's correct or at least there was no there was no blood at the scene not a lot of them you know they uh either were uh the blood was removed from them or they were killed elsewhere and deposited there that was kind of the idea but with how fast these things are, are happening, we're starting to think that it's not being done elsewhere, right? Yeah. Okay. Off to the station we go. <laughs> Alrighty. So you guys uh, make your way over. You get into a familiar station house that uh, you've come in. Uh, you 
come in and you see a couple of familiar faces of the constables. Um, Koeth, uh, Koth. Uh, no, Koth is the uh, the owner. I was trying to remember the other constable. Knife, Nith, knife. Nith. Mister N, for short. Well, the uh, there's the new there's the new inspector. Right. Um, you're gonna talk with. One moment, I can. Wardle. There was a constable Wardle. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's uh he he's he's there, and the uh and kind of greets you warmly as you guys uh come in, and uh, if you're asking where the inspector is, he points you to the inspector's office, uh, which you're somewhat familiar with as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you go over to the inspector's office. You kind of see him in there. He's sitting at his desk, pouring over some ta- some, some documents. Um, and to remember his name. Is, to remember. Knight. Knight. N-A-Y-T-H. Knight. All right. Um. So I, I enter in and uh, say, uh, good afternoon, uh, Inspector. Yes. Uh, how, how, how is the progress coming? To be blunt, rather maddening, but that's this whole bloody mess we're in. What can I do for y'all? We're just making our rounds. We wanted to check in on our friend Koth and uh, and then get on our way and see what else we can find out. Uh, we 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 released Co- Mr. Koth uh, quite a number of hours ago. Uh, Is he doing better? Say again. Is he doing better? Well, his wife was just his wife was murdered, so I don't think better is going to happen for a while. Yeah, I meant in the sense that he's not going to go kill anyone. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. He seemed uh, quite amicable when we released him. Um, well rested for some some reason too. What do you mean for some reason? Well, it was a joke because you cast the sleep spell. <laughs> yeah, four hours of sleep. Okay. <laughs> well, next time, stop playing with your baller, playing with the baller ribbon in the middle of the night. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what about our friend that was tied up? Did you guys bring he, him here? Yeah, he hasn't spoken. Is he still looking kind of doggy? Yep, he still is in the form of a dog. He has not uh, hasn't changed shape or done anything. talking to the medical examiner and uh, he mentioned, and, and, and this may not be anything to do with this, but he mentioned that sometimes there's a, like there's a vampire spawn that have, you know, like made residents here and and are, you know, kind of following rules and things. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are a couple and they've already been 
they're uh, closely watched when they, as they are, as they are when this stuff uh, tends to occur. They, when the, even after the first murder, they've been sequestered away and asked to not leave, into in order to uh, make sure that they are not persons of interest. Mm-hmm. And have you any other persons of interest? Unfortunately, no. That's the ma- that's the that's the maddening part about all this. Still, no closer to figuring out who this who who or what parties are involved with the, with these murders. In uh, unsure. Hopefully, hopefully, yet hopefully tonight will yield some better results. But to be honest, with as thinly stretched as my as my people are, I don't know. I did uh, the council isn't going to try any more cockamamie crazy ideas like preventing the clock tower from ringing thinking that'll stop someone from committing murder I mean it's the kind of thing that won't get you reelected in next time elections come around um, I know that, that when we were working with the other inspector he had a list of all the people that could possibly uh, make the clean cuts that are on the bodies and, and things like that um, have, have you been able to or, or can we uh, follow up on those, maybe, and uh, uh, try and see if, if um, any of those might be good suspects still, or is that um, not a good idea anymore? List? What list? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gave us a list of all of these uh, people. I mean, he was actually on the list, too. Um, yeah. He gives you a look. He has no idea what you're talking about. That was the list, Pearl, of people that had come to see the tailor to get their coats mended. I thought thought there was one that was um, related to to the folks that could, um, I thought there was like another one. I thought there was another list related to to those that would be good at um, clean cuts, too, but maybe not. There were a few doctors on that list. Um, One was a suspect that we evaluated. Mm -hmm. Um, The one that was a... A wolf creature that we fought in in, in his office, um, and uh, I I think this did Scoob does Ivia have that list? No. Um, who you're asking? Who has the list? Ilvia. Nope. Okay. Last time you saw the list of clients from the tailor. Which is mm-hmm. that's the list you were talking about, right? Is Inspector Logan had it, right? And he was adamant about uh, the doctor you guys confronted and brought to the precinct house, but you have not seen the list since then, and uh, Knife has no idea what you're talking about. Oh, also, I just thought of something. Since the 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 rare creatures attack us. Maybe they're mad at us because we, because um, the other weird creature was framed. Maybe that's why they're attacking. There's two parties. There's the shifter party and there's the wear party, and they're fighting against each other. Maybe the, the shifter party uh, uh, um, blamed or or, or um, uh, you know framed framed the the um, rare party to cover up the, the shifters um, actions. 
Well, we certainly know that uh, Inspector Logan, or whoever he really was, uh, framed the, the good doctor, uh, and we sorted that out very quickly. Uh, whether or not there is some uh, kind of feud between them uh, as a group, uh, I don't know. Maze, have you heard any such things? Not to my knowledge. Um, whenever we make it back outside, if I see anybody that might be willing to talk to me, the youngins, I mean, stop and ask. If we, if we try to present our case to that, that, um, like the idea of, oh, we think that they were framed, we want to help them, that sort of thing to this one that's in the prison, that maybe he would be willing to either shift or whatever to speak to us. I don't know if he can or not, but. We tried to speak with him last night and he did not seem responsive at all, correct? Yes, but that time we had him all tied up and, and were threatening him and things like that. I thought maybe if if we explain that we've, we realize that they're getting framed or, or something, that maybe he would open up more. That's all. Let's give it a try. May, uh, Inspector, may we go see the uh, the prisoner? Yep. Uh, far, to my knowledge, he's still there. Um, he okay. call, he uh, calls over in, uh, Constable Wardle. And uh, has him take you guys uh, to the uh, the cells that are there. Um, as you go and you go and look, and he opens the door for the cell that has your captive from the night before. The cell's empty. I look over at Inspector Wardle. What happened? Where did he go? I, as far as I know, he's here. Uh, I'm going to go check. And uh, he goes and uh, checks in with the desk sergeant, so to speak, and uh, takes a look and comes back and says, uh, apparently he, uh, this prisoner was transferred early early this morning before myself or Inspector Knight came, came in for our shifts. On whose orders? From what I see... Uh, it doesn't really doesn't really specify, but it had it tend to when it came it had to come from somebody above uh, Inspector not Inspe- uh, Inspector Knight in order for that to overrule his uh, his instructions. But someone certainly must have uh, facilitated the transfer. Who unlocked the 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 door? It's, it shows here the people from the people from the morning shift. Okay, so who would be high enough to make this order? Who do we need to talk to? Who, why they should, why, why they need to uh, Could have been a captain at another precinct. Could have been a council member. Really doesn't specify. It just says orders came down to transfer the transfer the creature. And where did they transfer to? Doesn't specify. Um, should we go to the, the uh, inspector and see if we can get any more detail from him? Uh, you bring it to him. He takes a look at it and is understandably upset that this happened and says that he will have to go and track this down. I asked, I asked the inspector who else knew that this individual, this creature was being held here. Aside from those constables on duty the night last night and those that really, that came in and relieved uh, 
the evening cr- evening crew this morning. And no one, no one, to my knowledge, outside of the outside of this precinct knew. Then maybe you have a rat. Given everything is happening in this office, that would not be a surprise. Unfortunately, I have no suspects that I can confidently accuse. And the last thing we need right now, with a city pan, with a city epidemic of panic due to these murders, is infighting amongst the police. So I, I would agree, but I also challenge you to think of this. If this person is against us, would it not also be danger to have him with you on a nightly patrol? Potentially, yes. Unfortunately, have to take that risk and see if they slip up. Um, would there be a way to set up a, cha- a trap? In the sense of, like, if we could either um, recreate the idea of having another creature in the in the prison if we brought another one in and and watch to see what happens and try to follow the trail possibly there are a couple of people that i'm uh, curious about if you would like to follow them this evening to see if uh they are negligent in their abilities or their duties you you seem to be quite trustworthy and have seem to be in the right place at the wrong time or the wrong place at the right time of late from what uh constable wardle and uh some of the from what i've seen so far so who knows maybe uh the fortunes are on your are in your favor today and and we did see at least one get away last night Mm -hmm. i wonder that or if maybe that is a good point to search until nightfall to see the direction that that he went if there's any evidence that that he's gone through uh, i know that the fog is not our friend but uh maybe we could take advantage of these daylight hours until the evening patrol it's plausible as long as we have enough time to fail to see that he wants us to fail. Yes, can you give us the information yes. on those individuals? Yes. Uh, Knife gives you uh, the patrol routes and mm-hmm. names of the individuals mm-hmm. for you to kind of check up on. Especially mm-hmm. uh, and ro- advises you again, be cautious. Mm-hmm. Uh, too, many, too, many thing, too many things have been going awry of late. And also be on your guard because if the pattern, there has been a shift in the pattern based on previous times this has happened and not sure if that's a good thing or not, but if following the pattern, there should be a victim tonight at some point. The individuals that you want us to carefully observe, are they on the same patrol? No, they're on uh, two different patrols. And how we can watch them the best way we can with those two of them. Oh, and he looks at the list and he looks at them. It's like it says, and kind of it's kind of narrows it down of the uh, couple that he gave you, uh, the few that he gave you, and and kind of focuses on one that seems particularly of interest. Uh, seems to have come on. It seems to have been there a while longer than the others. 
And given how long Logan has been chief inspector of this particular precinct or in this particular uh, station house, he's the one. That's the first one he wants to rule out. So is he, is Wardle in the room with us? No, Wardle is uh, back to doing his duties. And Wardle's not the guy he's referring to, right? Okay. No. No, Wardle has proven to be uh, quite trustworthy and uh, has, is is actually the one who vouched for you all. Right. With Knife. So you've made a friend. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, um, if we have the time before the, the, the watches, um, I, I, it would be nice to see there's some way to maybe track this creature that got away. It'll be difficult considering it's been uh, at least eight hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At this point, it's probably been closer to 12. Mm-hmm. So it'll be very hard. Very, very, uh, yeah, definitely 12, definitely over 12 hours since the creature ran away. So odds are you're probably not going to find it. Mm-hmm. But again, it's entirely worth a shot. So the, uh, the other creature was let go some six, eight hours ago. Koth uh, was the, let go the, uh, about six, eight hours ago. And the creature that was the prisoner, the captive. The, that one was uh, transferred. Right. He was transferred. Hmm. Um, guys? Okay. To me, it seems like we might need to check in on this council, too, at some point. If we could get a list of the names of the people that's on the council. Okay. And see if we can find out any information we can on them if somebody might be or used to be good with a knife maybe used to be a doctor and then got into politics or yeah that's never happened (laughs) yeah it literally has (laughs) um so um i'll ask uh ask knife uh I, i i keep hearing about this council uh, are there any that uh, are close to this district or that, that, that move around in this district very often? There are some that claim to, but hardly ever see them unless there's some charity event or whatnot. Most of them actually, most of them actually, the particular one that's supposed to represent this one on the council doesn't actually live in the district. Mm. Actually, live uh, in the uh, in some of the upper end society areas. Oh, so they would have carriages. There are carriages all over the place. Some would, so and they're all pretty standard. I think you I think there's note of that. Uh, you were curious about looking up uh, if any particular ones are of of note, but carriages are a pretty common uh, form of transportation, and. Very few, and most of them, it's like a carriage owner is on, on payroll or something, or retainer. But they're not used very often unless it's inclement weather or something where these these people want to be go want to go to and from without being seen, uh, without having to deal with walking amongst the uh, the peasantry as they would call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's given us uh, a map of sorts of the patrol route mm-hmm. and the the uh, constables' names, 
or the one in particular that we're looking for. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, what time does the patrol start? Patrols will will happen throughout the night. Uh, particular emphasis on near midnight because that is when the murders have been occurring is mm -hmm. right about midnight. Mm -hmm. I'll, uh, I'll say to, uh, maze and Pearl, uh, we should, uh, we should be in position, uh, at least a, a half hour before the clock strikes, uh, just to make sure that we're there to see whatever might be going down. Sounds like a good idea, my friend. Yeah. All right. Um, the area, the patrol area, is it uh, is it close by to the precinct? How how long would it take us to get there? Uh, it's uh kind of kind of on the far end of the district, the mm -hmm. the north. Mm -hmm. So it'll take you a little bit to get over there, and mm -hmm. then kind of walk that uh, that particular beat. So to speak, and uh, the the inn uh, where uh, Auntie and Koth are normally at, uh, where is that in reference to? In reference, it's uh, it's further away than. Uh, think of it as kind of think of it as a triangle. One point okay. being the precinct, another point being uh, troll, and then the final point uh, being uh, the 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 inn lodging house the inn, the, lodging the lodging house. house you're staying at. Okay. Um, kind of, it's it, not an equilateral, more like an isosceles or something. Is mm -hmm. it's a it's a shorter distance to walk back to the lodging house than it is to walk out to the uh, patrol point from the mm -hmm. precinct. Mm -hmm. But it's all it's all. Uh, but you have that full distance from the lodging house to the precinct to the patrol point. So either way, it's you're, you're still you're looking at a little bit of time. You've got time to get out into position. Mm -hmm. But if you go back to the lodging house, it's just going to take you longer to get out to the patrol point. Okay. Well, that being said, uh, perhaps we should gather our resources and and uh, and head out to the patrol area so that we're ready. Let's go! Let's go! Come on! Agreed. Knife wishes you well. Says good hunting, and. Uh, Look forward to hearing uh, hearing what you what you might what, if you discover anything. And, and, and Pearl will like start walking away really fast, like she always does. But then realize she's ho still holding the little mouse. Like, oh wait, wait, wait! And she comes back to think of as if I didn't go to And saying that, Maze will reach into her bag, pull out a little bit of cheese, and hand <laughs> it to Pearl. So many comments, so little time. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 I bow and, and uh, leave uh, his office and try to catch up with uh, Pearl before she gets too far. <laughs> I'm by me. I'm not far at all. I'm by me. Mm -hmm. So you walk out as a group um, and uh, head back, head out. Head out. Uh, it's a... Uh, it's been a couple more hours, so it's getting to be evening time, or, or early evening. So you start to some of the various uh, pubs and alehouses. You start to uh, smell some of the, uh, the 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 telltale signs of uh, of meals and whatnot. So you're able to stop in and grab a grab a meal. Costs you a few silver for the meal. 
And um, that way you make sure you have full bellies and, and, and whatnot. Um, Twin Sons is a pretty usual haunt that you guys been uh from been uh back and forth around lately, so we've been hearing anything well, Joe. Those, since, since getting used to that place have we heard anything at all while we're eating and stuff? No, there's a number of things. Would you what would you like to know? Well, anything that will help with the investigation. <laughs> cool. I got a list of things I can tell you. Let's see. Who do we know? Who do we know? Who do we know? Is Koth there? <laughs> no, Koth is not there. Yeah. I'm a little worried about Koth. All right. So some of the stuff you've heard is... Uh, and you, you can some of these you can tell right off the bat this was just embellishments um one story was uh the bodies were found partially devoured with huge fang marks you know that's not true um graves of the victims have been found unearthed and empty again that's not true but that's really kind of weird um the uh, the brothers that run the pa- run the tavern, James and Jeremy, uh, they're about they sit there and say the uh, spirits of the murdered women haunt the city at night. You haven't seen any spirits or ghosts. Um, you remember uh, one of your first nights there? You heard Koth go on about thinking that there uh, is a madman of some type who escaped from uh, Bedlam. And is committing the murders for some insane reason. Plausible, but then again, Koth right now is just a little, little over the deep end right now. Um, uh, you hear um, now one of the curious ones is um, is the uh, is you hear from an individual named Morton von Keller, who happens to be uh, a mortuary a mortuist. Uh, says that he prepared some of the some of the murder victims um, that were killed 13 years ago, and uh, indicates that there wasn't a wasn't any blood in there wasn't any blood within the uh, the bodies. Um, does comment that the twin puncture wounds of some type and. Another person uh, comments that each of the murder victims was found with a ruby in their mouth, which you guys have known is not true. As seen several of them, there's no jewelry of any type. So a lot of what these stories, you kind of get the impression a lot of these are just kind of, you know, embellishments and rumors, and nobody seems to have a real clue what's going on. Interesting that the one that actually did somewhat match, at least mostly, said twin pension marks but have we ever actually seen any twin pension marks on the bodies at all nothing that would indicate anything like a vampire each time from what i recall it was the throat was slit and then the, the chest sternum was cut open uh organs were removed uh and then only recently the change was that uh, 
Coates' wife, the hands were removed. Yep. Other than that, but again, no blood. So... Right. No blood. That was consistent. Yeah. Yeah. So after we eat, I'm guessing we're going to head out to get set up. Yeah. And before we too much further, uh, Ms. K did a gift from the tricksters. Maze, go ahead and roll that hey. D100. Aw. Thank you, Ms. Got a big old thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, what's thirteen? Um you find you find a uh, translucent bubble like sphere. That is has a slightly tacky outer surface. Um, this is a breathing bubble. So think of like the big kind of dumbbell kind of diver's mask type thing. Uh, you gain the item benefit only while wearing over wearing on your head like a helmet. It contains one hour of breathable air, and uh, it regains its supply of air each day at dawn. We never need to go underwater. I don't want to do that. But if you ever need to, you have that. I didn't no. say the, the tricksters would give you useful things all the time, but you know, hence hey, the fates. You never know. We might need to go underwater for some reason. Mm -hmm. So. Another trinket to find somewhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or maybe we show up somewhere and it stinks really bad there. and I'll just... That's what I was thinking. <laughs> That's entirely plausible, too, especially because Maze is quite familiar with the city. There are points uh, and places where, you know, it's a little ripe. <laughs> Alrighty, so getting into the late evening, getting into the late evening, uh, you guys are uh, out and about searching. Uh, go ahead and give me perception checks. Sixteen. Nice. Again, Pearl. Sixteen. Okay. Ace. Nineteen. Alrighty. <laughs> so as you guys are are moving toward the uh, toward the area the uh, that you were going to patrol and kind of get in that position, uh, Maze, you notice a figure uh, walking uh, walking down the street. Uh, the 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 mist and the fog are starting to build up, but before they get too thick, you do happen to see this individual. Um, uh, when you alert the other two and you guys take a look, you see that it appears to be Koth walking the uh, walking the street. Uh, this time, though, Koth is carrying a large single-bladed axe. Hmm. Hmm. And once yeah. he catches sight of you guys, he starts to come closer. Can we gauge, you know, his state of mind? Um, go ahead and give me an insight check. That's a 10. 
Uh, 16. 16 on Insight. What'd you get, mm -hmm. Pearl? A 10. Um, he still looks kind of deranged, I guess is the word, but not as, uh, not as, not as, maybe slightly, slightly less deranged, but he still seems, uh, pretty wild eyed and, uh, disheveled mm -hmm. and carrying this, uh, this, this, uh, single bladed ax. That, that's Pearl's reaction. He's kind of like, yay, right. Right. He continues to get closer to you guys. Uh, Mace is going to hop on her brain and just kind of slide up in there a little bit where I can see, but I'm up here. <laughs> How high up are you? About what? Ten feet? Yeah. Okay. I want to put my hand on my, or you know, kind of ready in action, just in case, you know, just okay. in case, you know, if if what he shows hostility, be ready to like try to detain <laughs> okay <laughs> what is your action uh to to probably grapple him to because you're gonna attempt it so if he proves him, to be know, so. if he makes it so tell me walk me through the uh the trigger the the action and the trigger so so if he shows like hostility in the sense of like um flourishing his blade towards us that sort of thing um if we or if we you know he starts to say anything that would be like no he's still kind of out of it and whatnot does that make sense um to, to or like the, the negotiations are going bad you know what i mean that uh i would go to to try to grapple him all right now he's he, he's walking toward and he's kind of making a beeline to you because you waved at him and he's carrying this this axe in front of him Mm -hmm. As he's walking towards you, so what speci what specific action does he does he make before you react with your axe, attempting like to grapple? You get what I'm saying? Like if so if he moves to where he's going to strike with the axe, you're going to attempt I to grapple. Like a dodge, you know, like kind of go around and try to grapple. Yeah. Okay. Somehow, yeah. Somehow to like stop it from swinging. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So if if he, I I I have my my shield out and my sword is is still sheathed but i, I have my my shield out uh, if he does try to attack uh i am going to use a ready a dodge action um and uh but as if he gets close enough to where i can speak at a normal voice without being loud i'm just going to just try and talk to him and gauge his uh response okay um Uh, he gets uh, to be about with uh, he gets to be about 10 feet from you and uh, asks if you have uh, had any had seen uh, Meryl's murderer I'm gonna speak up and be like have you seen her murderer uh, he he replies with no. He's he's in the process of searching. We we uh, we did go see the medical examiner this morning uh, to try and find some more information. Uh, we want to get to the bottom of this just as much as you do, uh, though. I am sure that what you're dealing with right now, what you're feeling right now, I I cannot. Uh, 
relate exactly, uh, although I have seen my share of death as well. Uh, with my, my, my mother being killed when I was very young and my, my father dying in mysterious circumstances, I understand what it is you're going through, my friend. Uh, and we are looking uh, diligently trying to get to the bottom of this. Okay. And uh, he, he starts to make a couple of steps towards you and uh, get it to get, clo- get closer. Uh, do you do anything to dissuade? No. Okay. Uh, as he uh, gets within five feet, he starts to faint and bring the axe around toward Pearl. Pearl, roll your grapple check. don't grapple him but uh you do and uh does a 17 hit And that's at disadvantage because um, if, I'm assuming a pearl how I mean without yeah. retconning it we're standing next to each other right you guys you guys would be pretty close probably within 10 feet of each other or are five, we between five, five and ten feet of each other so Koth would be within that range yeah so so whatever attack whether intentional or accidental would be at disadvantage okay so disadvantage roll puts it at a 14 to hit does that uh, still hit no that does not hit okay so you so as it comes around you manage to dodge out of the way of the axe and initiative starts I, I glide behind <laughs> just to get out of the way apparently <laughs> so uh, 13 for me What's your dex, Titus? Uh, my dex is uh, 11. What's your dex bonus? Uh, my bonus is zero. Pearl, yours is? Three. All right, so Pearl would go above Titus. Maze, what's yours? 12. Okay.
wondering if it was going Knowing Scoobit is not the same person. <laughs> well, he doesn't have the same weapon. Right. That's very intuitive of you. I wish we would have thought of that sooner. <laughs> I did, but I was like, mm, I don't know. You know, you, you, you're always on that edge, like, okay. Yeah. The act first. And ask question later, you know, you know what I mean? I'm like, Ugh. it happens. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm kind of waiting to see if you'll attack so that I know for sure. Okay, yes, we're fighting it, you know, and instead of us engaging it, and that, but it, it was like, as we're waiting, I'm like, hmm, do we actually knock him out or do we kill him? <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm trying to, hmm. <laughs> that is an excellent question. Mm-hmm. And yep. starting well, off at the uh, top of the order is Koth. Now you said he fainted, or was he like he he shifted over? Like tried? Was he losing consciousness? No, faint as in uh, he you were you were you were watching him, expecting him to go one way, right? And okay. he went a different way. Okay, but since Pearl had specified that a threatening action somewhere it looks like he's going to it, it's that kind of threatening move. Right. She would react. And as a monk with that martial arts skill, she would have seen once the fate, once mm-hmm. he was, once the faint was done and the axe was starting to swing, then she mm-hmm. would just react. Okay. I understand now. Thanks. You're welcome. And uh, the, the attack is going to be a miss. So. All righty. Which brings us to Pearl. You glitched, so, uh, so I didn't hear half of that. My, uh, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said, that's not nice. You're supposed to be our friend. I'm going to whack him with my quarterstaff and then pop him in the nose with my, you know, like. <laughs> with an unarmed <laughs> strike? Okay. Yeah, so it'll be quarterstaff and then it'll be the unarmed strike. Alrighty. Uh, Ten to hit with the quarter staff. Ten is a miss. And then unarmed strike is an eleven. Both are misses. Yep. All right. Titus, you're up. Ah, all right. I'm not happy. Um, so I will. uh, I hate to do it. I'm gonna pull out my silver dagger. Okay. And and attack. Uh, with that. Okay. That, yeah, that's not good. So that was a nat one. Oh, no. Yep, that's going to be a miss, and it's going to cause you to lose your grip on your dagger and drop it. Okay. Um, can I? I have a second attack. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to pull out my other dagger. <laughs> okay. And try and attack with that. Man. I'm going to use my inspiration. All right. Um, all right. So a 13 to hit. 13 just misses. Okay. And that, uh, well, actually, let me see here. I'll do one more thing. Um, I will use. Shoot. Don't want to do that now. No, that's it. I'm done. That's it. You're done? Yep. Okay. All right. So that ends that. That brings us to Maze. Okay. If I was to pick up his dropped silver dagger, would that be an action or a bonus action? Um, that would be an action considering you're currently floating in the air on your broom of flying. Okay. You'd have to come down and get within the melee in order to pick up the silver dagger. Gotcha. Well shaped. Um. Hmm. Well, I know it's not going to do any good, but I will come down within melee range okay. and cast Booming Blade on my rapier. Okay. And take a swing. Sounds good. That would be a 22 to hit. That will most definitely hit. And... Oh, I forgot to call sneak attack. Okay, six no, points you, of damage. It, it, I'll let you. I'll let you have it. You're oh, okay. Working, you're working through that. You have allies within range. I imagine sneak attack is uh is is there. Okay. But it's definitely good practice to make sure you try to remember that in your order of operation. Oh yeah, eleven points of non-magical damage. Ooh, nice hit. Definitely feel. He definitely feels that. Alrighty. All right, bringing back up to the top. And he's going to swing it at. Um, he's going to swing at Maze because Maze was the last one to deal damage. So. Does your booming blade go off when he swings? It will because that's how we did it last time. And uh, unfortunately, it's a miss. Because I don't believe a nine will hit you. Nope. It oh. does not. So booming blade goes off. Yep. It's a D eight thunder damage. And okay. it's eight points of damage. Yay! Nice. Well played. Okay. So obviously there's that audible sound of crack of thunder. <laughs> as well as the booming as well as the uh, physical damage. So bringing it up now, Pearl's up. I just you're on deck. Gotta try and smack him again. All right, Hopefully try I'll... and smack him again. I uh, will a sixteen hit. Sixteen does hit. 
Yay! And that is uh, seven damage. Alrighty, seven damage. A 23 to hit. <laughs> Definitely hits. Roll damage. And that one is five damage. Five damage. Alrighty. Titus? Um, free action to pick up your knife again. <laughs> okay, good. So I, I pick up my uh, my silver dagger. Do, would I have noticed anything about how the hits landed uh, that uh, Maze uh, did to Koth? If, if, if it seemed like the damage was getting through or if it wasn't? Oh, yes. It, he's he's bleeding from a couple of different wounds from, from that. So far as you can tell the da- the strikes are actually inflicting inflicting damage okay um all right i am i uh, i pick up my silver dagger um and i will i'll attack with my silver dagger do it to it Aubrey, uh, you're killing me uh an eight misses i'm sure Yes. <laughs> um, all right. And then I'll try one more time. One more time. Another eight. Uh, so <laughs> Titus is, is visibly dejected and disappointed and feels like he needs to go back to Paladin school. And uh, somewhere in another dimension on another realm, Quelleth is going, I'm going to the game shop to buy some physical <laughs> dice because I am tired of this crap. <laughs> uh, this is true. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that'll end my turn. Maze? <laughs> um, I'll look at Titus and go, are we not trying to put him down? I'm conflicted. What do you want? Then I'm going to pull out my rapier and cast Booming Blade. <laughs> and with sneak attack, swing at him one more time. Okay. Oh, that's perfect. That needs to be one of the little clip things. I love it. That'd be a 17. 17 will hit. <laughs> Roll damage. And that will be... 13 points of damage. Alrighty. Definitely not in a good place. Alright. Does a 14 hit? Let me look. Meets it, meets it. Alrighty. Um, as you uh, are, you guys are all focused on Koth in front of you. Maze, you feel the, the, you feel the distinct feeling of a blade come across your back 
from behind. And you guys hear some snarling uh, behind you. As you steal a glance back, you see a pair of those same creatures that attacked you the night before, attacking you from behind with some with uh, scimitars. Maze uh, will take three points of slashing damage. Okay. And the uh, next, uh, the second, ja- the second jack. Uh, where Jackalware will come up and slash at, at Mesa as again, and it is a nine to hit, so that's a miss. Yes. <laughs> so bringing us up to top of the order with Koth, uh, who will make a swing again. Um, let's see. Demeanor. This time he will swing at Earl. And for a 12 to hit. All righty. Earl, you're yes. up. My booming blade and, go off. Yep, booming blade would go off. Oh, man, that's another eight. So as he as he as he does the swing and misses, you hear another crack of thunder, and then he falls down and collapse. It falls down dead. <laughs> now you just have the two creatures uh, behind you. Pearl, what would you like to do? Well, I'm going to turn to them like, what did we ever do to you? We've never touched you before. We even saved the other one that was like you, and then and, and then we'll defend herself or defend Maze and attack the one that attacked her. All right, go ahead, roll for attack. Uh, Eighteen to hit. Eighteen will hit. That's five damage. All right, non-magical, correct? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Noted. I don't think it's... Yeah. I forgot, I forgot to switch over to the dagger, yeah. Do that, okay. And then, um... It doesn't do anything, does it? With the non-magical And I can't do a... I can't do a dagger with the quarterstaff either, can I? Not for your... Your next thing is your unarmed strike, so... Yeah, yeah. And I don't think it'll do anything, but I'll roll anyway. 15 to hit. Uh, 15 actually does hit. I meant in the sense of, like, damage-wise, because I know there's a way to do Uh, five damage. Okay. So you, that's with, uh, your on-arm strike? Mm-hmm. Yep. And you're not at the point where your, uh, your no, unarmed strikes are magical, right? Nope. Okie dokie. We're only level three. Titus, <laughs> you're up. All right, uh, seeing these familiar creatures... Well, first, Titus, seeing Koth goes, going down, is really not happy uh, about it because uh, he saw that that life was, was wasted when it shouldn't have been uh, and, and considers that, he, that Koth was... He, at least as far as he could tell, Koth was just so overwhelmed with grief 
that he just started lashing out and and Titus is is really uh, dejected about not being able to help him more. Um, but all of that aside, I will pick up my I'll have my silver dagger and uh, see if I can actually land something uh, this evening. Okay. So uh, twenty three to hit. Twenty three will hit. And I. All right. Um, so damage. Um, is uh, four silver damage. Alrighty. And I will use my uh, divine smite, so that'll take up a spell slot. Okay. Uh, and that'll add two uh, d eight of radiant damage. Okie dokie. Uh, that is an additional eleven magical damage nice. for radiant damage. Yep. That uh, definitely hurts. And um, I can make a um, a second attack, but do I have to use a different weapon? No. Okay, then I'll attack again. Are you with talking my... about? Are you referring to the two weapon fighting? Yes. Uh, yeah, that would that that specifically says if you have a weapon in your offhand, okay. you have to have a weapon in each hand as you go, or okay. As you, you as you specified, you have your shield on, and right. you have the dagger. So right, right, okay, okay. Um, so then uh, that'll that'll end my turn. Okay, Maze, you're up. I'll turn around, and look at Titus, and be like, "Don't be so sad, friend. You finally hit one." And then she'll pull out her rapier. Cause yeah, she has nothing. Ooh, well question to you answer player if I put the bubble on my head and headbutt one of them will it be a magic attack I love it I love it you broke it uh, I think he's going to burst your bubble <laughs> Had to go there, huh? Just had I did. To go there. I did. Oh, oh, that's great. You can certainly try. Improvise. I would call that a, a, an unarmed strike. And there is a chance you might damage your bubble in the process. Oh, well, never mind. That does me no good. I've got minus one strength. So I get zero <laughs> points for an arm, an arm strike. Okay, let's think of this again. Um, oh, shoot. Check spells. Let me... I'll cast... There's two of them, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. One I'll of them looks pretty rough right now. Oh, well, okay. Then, yeah, I'll cast Booming Blade, even though, yeah. And smack the one that looks kind of rough with my rapier. Okie dokie. 17 to hit. 17 will hit. And 10 points of damage. Non-magical, correct? Non-magical. Okay, and the Booming Blade is applied. Mm -hmm. Okie dokie. Uh, which brings us to them. 
which they take their actions to disengage and turn to run. Mm, um, Opportunity as, uh, the one turns, it activates the booming blade. Ooh. One point of damage. <laughs> For the third time this evening, you hear a crack of thunder <laughs> as the spell goes off. Um, but unfortunately, it's not enough to kill it. So uh, you see them uh, turn and start to run into the mist. Say again, Pearl. Would we also get opportunity attacks? No, they use disengage. Yeah. It negates uh, opportunity attacks. I, I, I want to run after them. I don't. I don't want them getting away again. Come on, guys! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! I don't want them to be mad, but I want to go. I, we get. We can't let them get away this time. Yeah, I, I agree. I actually, look the Titus real quick because that's what he wants me to do. Come. Okay. Come. You want to. You want to <laughs> run and chase them through the through the mist. Okay. I don't want them gone. Okay. What? Um, can I do a quick nature check? Uh, what's the question? I want to see what their movement, their st- their movement is. Okay. Um, so a 16 minus one, a 15. Uh, judging from, uh, the pace at which they're moving right now, they definitely move faster than you do. Okay. Uh, knowing that, I will call out to uh, Pearl and tell her that I I won't be able to keep pace. Let's let's uh, let's not follow them. Uh, I think it will be fruitless. But she has a broom, and I'm fast. Real quick, you want me to cast sleep, or are they too far away? <laughs> <laughs> they. Okay. Well, we'll run through this. Let's uh, go back up to our top. They both taken an action and move. They're about forty feet away from you, Pearl. You're gonna take pursuit on your turn, so you are gonna start pursuing. What's your what's your your movement is how much? Huh? Forty. Okay. Forty. So you can move up. You can move up, and uh, you can move up to right within range of them. And I am going to attack them with the dagger. Okay. Twenty-one to hit. All right, which one are you attacking? The the weaker of the two. All so right, roll da- roll for that'll hit. Roll damage. And that is six damage. All right, you stab it, it dies. Good. And I and, and don't know if I can use my unarmed strike with a dagger on. I think so, because the other, yeah, because it's a mushroom. Okay, so I can. So then, um, um, I will, well, I'll just hit the other one to at least try to disorient it if nothing else. Or something. That's a 21 to hit on the other one. Alrighty. Uh, yep, that'll hit. And that's five damage. Okay. And that was just an unarmed strike? Yep, that's just an unarmed strike. Alright, it takes it, and you don't see any effect. Yeah. Alright, Titus, you're up. Okay, given that I cannot uh, run to keep up with him, I'm going to use my gift from the tricksters. Okay. And I will use the balloon to cause the creature to levitate. Uh, it's a it's a backpack, so you have to be wearing oh, it a, as okay. you fall. 
Think of it as a portable. Think essentially think of it as a portable parachute. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the, I guess the range. I was confused. It said range sixty feet, but it's whatever the tether would be to. But to on the other happen. on the other side, you do have a magical item in your on your body if you've attuned to it in the overnight that you could use to reach out and and touch them. If you but if you right. if you need more time to learn to read up on that to incorporate it, I understand. Yeah, the it's not in D and D Beyond. Um, it is. It's just a, it's under the Unearthed Arcana stuff. Okay. You'd have to add it as a magical item. Okay. But uh, we'll, we'll um, we can go over that a little. We can go. I can give that to you during the break. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Um, yeah. Then I will. I will use that. Um, okay. To because uh, it'll give me a plus thirty feet on the melee attack. Mm-hmm. Um. So I will. It's magical damage. Uh. So. Yeah, it's called the Eldritch Maw. Maw. Yeah. Um. You empower the tat. You empower the tattoo for the duration. As a bonus action, you can empower the tattoo for one minute. For the duration, each of your melee weapon attacks can reach target thirty feet away. So. If you, which yeah. we, which weapon would you empower with it, realistically? Um, so the attack would be magical regardless, yeah. right? So okay, that's why then, specifying which weapon would I'll, you have in, would you would you would you uh, focus that with? The longsword. Okay, so you would run up because it's thirty feet. They're forty feet, so you'd move forward, mm-hmm. and yeah. you'd still have the range. So right. Um, Roll for the attack. Nothing that one. Come on. Ouch. Okay. So, in your haste, you you do that, and you you actually kind of fumble your longsword and drop it on with a clang on the on the ground. Okay. I think you have separate hands. Let me get you gloves. Yeah. Maze, how about you? Um. Hmm. I don't want this thing getting away. You're, uh, you're on your broom, so you should have enough speed. Yeah. I just don't know if I want to use that spell slot yet to do something. Yeah, I'll run up on the broom. And yeah, I love making noise, so booming blade, sneak attack, rapier. Okay. All that good stuff. All right. Non-magical, cause yeah. What's the roll for attack? Eighteen. Eighteen does hit. Bring it to its turn. It's going to uh, dart left and uh, dash. So it's going to move eighty feet, and in that process, it's going to take your. Uh, your booming, your booming blade. So roll the damage on that. Five. Ready? So five points of damage there. So it darts and pop, it darts, uh, darts a corner and uh, in an in an alleyway and just charges eighty feet into the mist. 
So back up to the top with uh, Pearl. Do you wish to continue pursuit? Well, let's try it one more time. All right, roll a survival to see if you can keep keep track of where where it vanished. It moved eighty feet, right? Yes. It's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give oh. out a catarol of anger that it can't catch me. Work my way back. That's a good point. No, it technically did not disengage. Pearl would have gotten an attack of opportunity with her quarterstaff. Yay! So roll <laughs> for the attack. Unfortunately, it wasn't close enough for Titus to still get an attack of opportunity. I would have dropped it anyway. 17 to hit. 17 would have hit. That's uh, 7 silver. 7 silvered? Mm -hmm. Alright, takes the hit, keeps on going. Gur. All right, I call I call over to to Pearl and and Maze and say, come come on, let's let's get back. Uh, we don't want this lead this thing leading us any further into the depths of the mist. So frustrating. We need to stop them. Well, we stopped one. Stopped and one. And unfortunately, Koth as well. I want to go back and check Koth. I want to see if he actually changes into anything or if it's actually. Oddly enough. The, uh, you do see that his uh, body did transform into one of those creatures you've seen several times already. Hold it! I am grabbing it and I am not letting it go and I'm going to keep it and we're going to take it to, 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 to I'm telling this to them in, in character we're going to take it to that, that medical examiner guy and we're going to have him look at it and figure out what the heck this thing is and we're not going to let our eyes off of it because I don't want to disappear again. But we also had a job to do tonight. Hmm. You do. And perhaps the job is more back. important. Or can, can I at least take like some samples from it and, and put it in my backpack? Because it's going to disappear. I know it is. Give me a survival check. <laughs> I'm not good at survival you're wanting to on the uh, on the fly dissect a, take samples of a creature and just like with anything else breaking down a creature that's an 11 actually i'm supposed to be good at it. i actually have proficiency in it but you can low rolls well i mean you're able to take a, like a finger or a toe or an ear uh, something simple and basic, you're able to just lop off for a sample. Yep. Just anything. I gotta have proof, man. I'm tired of these things disappearing. Okay. What do you take? Uh, I think I'll take an ear. Okay. Uh, you go and you look and, uh, it doesn't appear to have ears that you're familiar with. I was giving you ears an example. <laughs> okay. We'll do a finger then, I guess. Okay, yeah, you, you go and you cut off a finger. It's it's an elongated kind of digit. It, it looks uh, proportionally off to, like, what you see on, like, Titus's hand or uh, Maze's hand. The joints seem a little bit longer. Um, it 
obviously, because you have paws and not fingers in that sense. <laughs> You're dexterous, but you know. But yeah, it just looks a little odd. So put in your inventory, you have some mysterious finger. <laughs> and I'm actually going to write that in just because I can. That works. And with that, we're going to take a quick 10-minute uh, break to refill drinks, bio break, all that kind of stuff. Uh, if you have any questions, write question in all caps and then your question. And it should bubble up on the, on the, uh, the bot. And uh, we will be back in uh, just a few. So thank you for hanging out so far. We'll be right back. And we're back. Thanks you everyone for sticking around. Uh, had a couple of comments come in uh, in the first half. Uh, one comment from Cesori. Uh, I love the medical examiner's voice. Thank you. Thank I am. You. I am trying. Um. And a, and a comment from Ms. K, uh, loving the mystery. I think the mystery has been rather exciting and interesting. Mm -hmm. Definitely not your traditional thought of a D&D &D game, but hey. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, that's one thing I like about it. It's different. Happy I could help. <laughs> that being said, um, so you go back and you see that Koth had a reverted... Uh, back into one of these really elongated featureless things uh it has a dagger and uh what and some simple so uh, simple attire on it and you had chopped off one of its fingers uh can i look at the dagger because uh, i remember the last one that we, we killed uh the old lady one uh, also had a dagger that changed into what it wanted to be can we like inspect the dagger to see if it's like Related to the doppelganger or whatever the thing is, the creature's um, uh, abilities, or if it's the dagger itself that can shift. That would be an arcana check. Probably absolutely horrific, but I will try. I'll also want to get a close look at it. All right. That's not too bad for a zero. Uh, on my modifier, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's fair. Also, uh, Pearl, give me a uh, D100 roll. Ooh, yay! Got a gift from the tricksters. That's a 12 for my Arcana check. All right. 76. 76, she says. I'm excited. <laughs> Something completely random, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you got the. I, yeah, somebody else got this one. Um, you find a uh, ten-foot pole that seems to attract your attention. Uh, it is a, you find a pole of angling. A-N-G-L-I-N-G. -G. <laughs> you, uh, it's a 10 foot, 10 foot, uh, pole that when you speak the command word, it transforms into a fishing pole. With a hook, a line, a real whole thing, fishing pole. 
Uh, you speak the command word again, and it turns back into a normal 10-foot-long pole. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. Alrighty. So, let's see. I have a nat one uh, hurt fail on my next dice roll. Thank you uh, from Rengal17. Uh, I'm making a note of that to make sure I remember that. Now I know how we can have Fitz exercise. I'll put a little piece of cheese on the end of the fishing pole. And I'll reel it out, and he can go run right and get it, and then he'll pull it back. Love it. <laughs> okay. So, um, but uh, you guys looking at the dagger, there are no inscriptions or anything about it that seems any arcane, uh, arcane in nature. So as far as you can tell, it, it it's a regular dagger. You don't, you can't tell if there's any magical related properties. Dagger, just I don't know. Okay. Yeah, Titus is visibly um, a little more light spirited now, uh, even though the one got away, uh, because he realizes that it wasn't actually Koth that was killed uh, tonight, and that he may still be alive out there somewhere. So he's optimistic. Uh, let's see. We have a uh, inspiration. <laughs> for Titus he needs better rolls <laughs> I'll take it and uh, you get a, uh, a nat, nat 20, 20 on your next uh, your next skill check I need it or your next dice roll so. uh, I had this conversation had this come up this morning uh, inspiration can you use at your discretion uh, the nat 20 or the nat 1 is at your next d20 roll That being said, uh, it's getting uh, getting to. This was a really kind of random uh, encounter, and then after that, it's uh, uh, still making your way to your patrol route. So, is there anything you guys wish to do as you get on to your patrol route? Uh, and there was nothing on the body of formerly Koth. Okay. Nope. All right then. Um... Well. Oh, there's a small pouch with uh, two gold pieces. I'll take it. <laughs> Yoink. Anyway, might as well. And the uh, ja the uh, the uh, jackal creature that you killed, uh, it had a scimitar and uh, a little pouch on it with uh, eight silver pieces. To, to look for it. Okay. Alrighty. So we want to get to the watch. We're trying to keep an eye for out of this guy. I'm guessing we're trying to keep a low profile so he doesn't know that we're like watching him, correct? Right. So it gets in uh, it gets in there with uh, as far as uh, getting past that time, I mean, there is the uh, the three claps of thunder, or <laughs> that 
<laughs> so a little while after this, as you get in uh, the eleven o'clock hour, you find your uh, you find your mark and you follow at a discreet distance. Um, and then we get into it's uh, getting into the midnight hour. Hearing the bells toll that it's midnight, shortly thereafter, uh, as you're following your mark, you hear a. Give me uh, perception checks. Net twenty. Of course. Yeah, you tied us. Maze. Oh. Fifteen. Pearl. All right, uh, Pearl and Titus, uh, you guys hear a muffled scream in an alleyway just uh, just off to your left. And we had the guys we were watching um, in our sights at the time, correct? Yeah, he's actually away. He's actually to your right. Okay. Complete opposite uh, direction okay. of the muffled of the uh, muffled screaming. I'm gonna reach out to Titus. Grab his hand and pull him as we, as we go towards the... the well, you both the hear it. Right. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm at Maze. I'm sorry. I'm at Maze. Since, since you didn't hear it. <laughs> Alrighty. I probably still would grab Titus's hand because he knows it's a follow very good, so I probably pull him anyway. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> a lantern that hangs above the back door of some tiny shop illuminates a grisly scene. A tall, burly figure in a cloak and top hat stands facing the grimy wall. His right arm is outstretched, pinning a terrified young woman against the bricks, her feet dangling helplessly a few inches above the pavement. The stark terror in her eyes is a haunting reminder of the first victim you saw when you entered this fiendish city. In the man's left hand, a glittering blade flashes. Glowing symbols appear to be etched in the metal surface. Symbols that seem to drip blood even before the knife performs its horrible work. As the blade slashes across the woman's neck, her scream ends in a ghastly gurgle. The man turns suddenly, his wild animal eyes fixed upon you with a stare that reveals all the worst that a man can become. Small droplets of blood speckle his face and beard. Then another figure, also wearing a cloak and top hat, moves in front of the first man, as if shielding him. Where did the second fellow come from? He wasn't there a moment ago. The second man is older and gaunt, his white hair slanting across his forehead. He moves slowly with a limp. Behind him, the madman's arm moves with gruesome precision, all the more terrifying now that the screaming has stopped. Is it a free action to change my pants? <laughs> um, no, but you can uh, make a constitution check. All three of you. Oh, no. hey, that's all your fault, Titus, man. Yeah, I, I brought this on myself, I think. And us. Mm -hmm. All right, constitution. 
to 12. Um, four. 18. 12. Okay. Oddly enough, Titus uh, actually holds his composure. He's, he's, he's actually kind of getting that feeling, but he's uh, kind of holding his composure from this. Uh, Maze, you are just stunned at the, gr- the grisliness of this and, and just seeing it happen. Pearl, you're a little, I don't, you're, you're not at, it's kind of like we have three, three things. Titus is actually fairly composed. Maze is completely freaked out. And you're somewhere in the middle. It's reverse. Yes. Hmm. Okay. I'm taking into okay. account something I heard about con checks. Like- Sometimes the lower the con check, depending on the circumstance, the better. Yes. Oh. <laughs> depends on the <laughs> depends on the con check. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah you... So, so if we can, I'd like to try and side skirt the guy that's protecting him. They're about forty the feet from you. To, so the... They are about forty how, feet how from much... you. Yeah, I can are... at least get to one of them. But I got forty feet moving. <laughs> you can get right. Uh, you, you as you start to move, you see the big burly one dart around a corner and start running off. Hmm. There's just the other one in. There's just the other one in front. I really want to do feline agility right now, but I don't know if it's a good idea. Mm. And as you uh, start to lunge toward him, mm-hmm. you see a wall appear right, right between you two. Like a like a solid brick wall yep. or a hmm. stone wall that just just seem to just seem to appear right in front of you. Okay, I'm going to try and touch it and like like is it is it real? Is it or is it a major illusion? Like like, like can I get through it? Jack. Nothing else. I've attempted to climb it. <laughs> I have a climbing speed and there hopefully are no shingles on top of this thing. <laughs> uh, as you go to touch it, it does actually kind of feel like stone. Okay. I am a cat. I have a climbing speed. Okay. Can I climb this wall? As I as I see uh, Pearl start to climb, I I remind her, remember not all of us can do that. And he I just kind of moves around in his heavy armor. Then what do you, what's your suggestion? They're getting away yet again. They're gonna kill someone else. Uh I have a question. Answer. Um with the um levitate function of the balloon, can I is it just a just going up vertically and no more movement? How does that work? Um, tell me again the name of the balloon. 
It is. It's called uh, Balloon Pack. It says uh, one creature or loose object you can see within range rises vertically up to 20 feet and remains suspended there for the duration. Uh, the spell uh, can levitate a target that weighs up to 500 pounds. Um, target can, I would say, a target can move only by pushing or pulling against a fixed object. Um, so I could, I could use this. So, um, yeah, I can use this. I can, I can run up to the wall and use it there and then pull against the wall to get over the wall. That's fair. She's got the broom so she could get over. Yeah. Um, let me see what my... Run along the roof so we can get to a What's the weight limit on that uh, broom, Maze? Um, make it over 200 feet, it slows down. It can carry up to 400 pounds, but its flying speed becomes 30 feet while carrying over 200 pounds. Okay. Yeah, the only way to make that work is if uh, you fly over, send the broom back, and then I ride over. That's another option. That might be a more economical use. Um, yeah, so uh, I will. I'll suggest to uh, Pearl and Maze if you can get over the wall, fine. Uh, Maze, if you get over, just send the broom back for me. Um, what about the other one? I was going to go up and look and see if I could see him real quick. Mm-hmm. I thought I would go run along. I could run along the. Was once you climb up the wall, could I run across the the, the, the roof? Well, I don't know if I want to touch a roof again, but <laughs> run across the roof to 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 see the the guy that ran around the corner. Let me let me back that up just to okay. flip something. The wall actually appears behind him, so you actually get up right up on him. Oh, so he's oh, still okay. with us. So he the wall comes uh, up uh, behind uh, him. He kind of turns and kind of. Kind of looks at it, uh, almost giving the impression that he's a little, he that the wall is in the wrong place. So you, <laughs> you charge up, you are right there in front of him. But he cast the wall, right? For what you can tell, as far as you can tell, yeah. He he's just, it looks like he uh, give me a, he, it looks like he ca- it looks like it was a spell that was cast, and it's behind him, and he's kind of pounding on the wall, like okay, something's not. Something's not right. So right now, Pearl is right up uh, within five feet of him. Uh, the rest of you are presumably charging up as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to you're about ten feet from her at this moment. Pearl, what do you do once you get right once you get up to that once you get up on five feet up? Did I chase the other one? I'm gonna call back to them. I mean, I can too. There's two of us, and then Titus. I don't know if you can handle one guy, but I would hope. <laughs> I don't advise splitting the party, and I can't exactly scale this wall without you guys. Send the broom back, like like you said. On 
unfortunately, I feel like I need to, d to deal with this one before I can move on to the next one. The other one's like killing people. We can try. So, uh, so I, I guess uh, Maze uh, and Pearl, if, if you if you want to try and go across the wall, uh, I uh, I will catch up when I can. If you'll send the broom back. Well, I don't think both of us need to go. Somebody needs to stay here with Titus. I will stay if you want to go. So you're just going to let me run again? With no. Fritz is in your pocket. You come back to me. <laughs> or you stay here and keep him safe and I'll go. It'd be right back since I can fly. And you can actually go faster than me because you can go 50 feet on your broom, can you not? And yep. you fly. The dash. Get over the, you, you'd be the better person to pursue. Alright, then, then, okay, so then if that's true, then I'm going to attack the guy that's next to us. Because I'm mad at him for even causing this problem. <laughs> Alright, so as you uh, rear back to uh, make a strike and Maze attempts to lift off on her broom, five figures drop in from the rough line surrounding you complete hybrid form uh, these jackals are now surrounding you roll initiative what did we ever do to you <laughs> that's a 15 15 initiative for me nice Pearl that's a 6 Maze um, I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. Oh, well, 13. <laughs> Apparently he really didn't want us to chase that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> So, uh, starting off at the, uh, we'll let you get one attack as a surprise on him. Uh, since you got up in there, I'll, I'll let Pearl, you make one strike on him. Go ahead. Uh, does he look animalistic too or no? He, same form, very gaunt, kind of white hair, uh, top hat and cloak. I better just be safe and do the dagger then. That's okay. The I want to do the silver dagger. That's a 17 to hit. 17 will hit. Roll damage. That's that five damage. All right. And just to test it, I'm going to uh, uh, unarmed strike him. And no, I'm not, because that's a not one. Oof. Okie dokie. I don't know what you're going to do about that, because that's my fist. <laughs> you broke a finger. <laughs> Alrighty. Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> uh, I've done that with claws, and someone like saying you broke one of your claws. <laughs> that's fair. So you stab with the dagger. You react to it. As you come around, you uh, miss with the uh, with the strike. Now we're going to go at the top of the initiative. Uh, you guys are surrounded by these uh by these guys there's uh now there's six total 
around the three of you. Uh, no, her hand doesn't fall off. It's kind of attached. <laughs> um, first one. I'm just uh, reacting to that. <laughs> first one is going to attempt to attack. Uh, let's see. Kind of a. Going to attempt to attack Pearl, but due to that one that uh, I have to make, he's going to fail and drop his scimitar. Yay. So doesn't doesn't score a hit there. Alright. The next one is going to attack Pearl. That is An 11 to hit. That's a no or that's a no, right? Okay. Does not hit. All right. Third one. It's going to attack Maze. That sucked. That's a seven to hit. Yay. Keep rolling like that. I like those rolls. That was three, four. Going to attack. Is going to uh, try to attack Pearl. That's going to be an eighteen to hit. That hits. For seven points of slashing damage. And the last one, going to attack Maze. It's an 18 to hit. I hit. Four points of slashing damage. And yeah, the one that was... Uh, in front of the one that was in front of Pearl that she attacked with the dagger. Um, I will let you make an opportunity attack because he is going to pretty much just walk up the wall and start running away and start running off. So make your opportunity attack on him. Yep. 14 to hit. 14 will hit. Roll damage. Six damage, silvered. Yep. Takes the hit and keeps on going. Ooh, I'm so tempted to run after him up that wall. But you see him just kind of seem to just run up the side of the wall and go. Yeah, um, it makes me wonder if he's too powerful. So next up is Titus, and then Maze, you're on deck. So uh, am I? Do I have any in melee right now? Yes. There are several in melee. There are several in melee. Uh, what about the older guy? Is he? He's still ten foot away, right? He actually uh, started running up the wall, and is running is running away. Okay. He was the one uh, that Pearl. He was the one that Pearl rushed up on. Who's between? Mm -hmm. Who's? He was. It was her, him, and then the wall. 
she right. attacked him once as her as her for the as since she had run up on him mm-hmm. and then when uh as they all kind of were doing their attacks he took the opportunity to uh run away mm-hmm. and he appeared to literally run up the side of the run up the side of the wall mm-hmm. and keep and keep uh keep going pearl did manage to get one more strike with her dagger before he uh ran up and 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 uh has run up the and is running currently running up the side of the building okay um you have the rest of them kind of surrounded you guys they can pretty much you can pretty much attack anyone you want just like they're attacking any one of the three of you that they they make a swing on so okay think of it as just a big dog pile bar brawl okay um with that being said i uh, i pre-rolled my uh just rolled my attack on the one there's one in melee right next to me uh with my uh silver dagger a nat 20 um definitely so that is um eight uh silver damage and i will add to that my divine smite all right what are you rolling for the when that eight is that your max die plus what you rolled yep so that's the d4 so four uh, and then what I rolled, which was a one plus three, uh, which is my modifier. So that's okay. so uh, we eight, have eight And then you're adding the divine smite. So eight, yeah. 16, we're at 24 points of damage. Right. Uh, what's the result from the dice roll? All right. Uh, that is 10, 10 right. additional damage. So 34 points of damage. How do you want to end this poor creature's existence? I will just jab the um, uh, silver dagger right through one of its eye holes and pull yeah, it out. It's 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 gone. <laughs> and uh, that'll end my turn. Alrighty, Maze, you're up. Um, I am going to try to cast sleep on the older gentleman running up the wall. Alright. Alright, that is 31 points. Alright, is there a save? Ah, let me check. It's off of how much HP he has. Yeah. Creatures within 20 feet of a point you choose with range. Okay. Are affected depending on their HP. Alrighty. How many points? Oh man, Ari. It was 31. 31? Okay. Alright, and you're focusing it on just him or trying to get him and others? Uh, just him. Okay. Uh, you see him coming up the wall. It, he ta- it takes it. And he uh, starts to fall unconscious and falls down. Uh, or as he's rushing up, as he's cresting over, he takes it. So he collapses down on the on the uh, roof of the building. And he's asleep. And he didn't take any damage because he landed on the roof, right? It's out of your eyesight. You're on. Un- you're unsure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
that all I could can do, be, guys. Yeah, could be temporary sleep, could be permanent sleep. You know, <laughs> we don't know yet. Okay. All right, and that'll be Maze's turn, right? Yep. All right, Pearl, you're up. Hmm. Well, I uh, what would it take me? would it take for me to hand the silver dagger to Maze? That would be an action. Would I be able to do that with a bonus action and grapple one of them? That would be an action. action, not a bonus. Oh, Alright. Um, I'm going to go ahead and hand it to her anyway. Well, no, I have to do some age if I wanted to go up the wall because they're all next to me, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna attack them. Uh, Twenty-two to hit. That will hit. Five damage silvered. Alrighty. And I think that's it because there's no reason to do any any of the unarmed strikes because they're not gonna do anything. That ends your turn. Yep, that is Okie dokie. Bring him back up to the top. One's dead, four left. Um, okay, Maze, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, man. Eleven. Makes the save. Can you tell where it came from or what it was? <laughs> uh, you feel you, you feel the you feel like you're t- being uh, as you as you look about and uh, you catch eyes with one of with uh, one of the jackals and you start to feel yourself fall asleep, but you manage to shake yourself free of it. Huh. Next one is going to attack uh, attack Pearl with his uh, summit with his sword. Yeah, that's a ten to hit. That does not hit. All right. All right. Pearl, make a wisdom saving throw. Eighteen. All right, you succeed that one. Was that from the same per- or the same jack or what I know? Uh, you wouldn't know. Okay. And then the last one, we'll make an attempt on Titus. Is a 15 to hit. Meets it, beats it. Alrighty. You take seven points of slashing damage. Okay. And now it's Titus's turn. 
Okay. Um, and so it was one that was in melee. The other one in melee range with me. Yes, it was one of the ones that's in that's in melee. All right. Uh, twenty-one to hit with a silver dagger. That will hit. Roll damage. Uh, that is four damage, and I'm going to use my last spell slot, Divine Smite, for 2d8 of extra radiant damage. Okay. Uh, Ten additional damage. So 14 points of damage. All and right. let's see. Oh, and that'll be it. Okay. Maze, you're up. Oh, man. Let's see here. Well, hmm. yeah, I guess I will try to cast sleep on the one that tried to do it to me. <laughs> okay. And try to get as many of them as I can. Okay. Without getting us. <laughs> it's a pretty good dog pile in this alley. Oh, 23. And that affects every creature within 20 feet, right? Yes. Of a point you choose within range. A point you choose. So, okay. So you pick a point and the 20 foot radius does actually get all of you. What's the total uh, hit point? What did I say? 28? 28. All right, that puts the one that Titus struck down to sleep, and it puts another one to sleep as well. And uh, how much, uh, what you guys' current, let's see. Because it goes by the lowest one, right? Yeah, it starts with the lowest. What you guys' hit, current hit point count? 15. 14. Titus? I can't hear you, Titus. 20. Okay. Uh, you So 14, 15, and 20, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you three are not affected, but two of the jackals are. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so there are two conscious, two unconscious, one dead, and the three of you. Yeah, let's focus on the ones that are uh, that are conscious. Then. All right, that brings us to Pearl. All right, I will uh, yet again swing with that uh, dagger. Right, and um, I don't think an eleven will hit. Can I use my inspiration to put the hit? You sure can. Uh, and that's a D four, correct? Yep. That makes it a 13. That will hit. And I'm going for one of the ones that's conscious. Okay. Uh, and that is five damage. Alrighty. Five damage with the silver dagger, right? Yep. Okie dokie. Brings us to the top. That one's dead. That one's unconscious. That one's conscious. And... That one did, but didn't... All right, uh, Maze, go ahead and make another wisdom saving throw. Uh, oh no, four. Oh no. Uh, you, uh, you unfortunately do not shake this one off. 
and uh, and you uh, fall unconscious. Brings us up the next one, and it's the. Titus, make a wisdom saving throw. Ten. Just meets it. You do not. You do not succumb to the unconsciousness. <laughs> you feel it take effect, and it, it almost gets there. But you just, through sheer determination, you 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 kind of you break you you break it. Because you're saying meets a beat, yeah. Alright, so brings us to you. Alrighty. So um where's the closest one that's conscious? Uh just turn to the left or just turn to the left and you can uh get melee on it. Okie dokie. I will attack again with my silver dagger. Okay. Oh, so close. Uh 24 to hit. That will hit. Roll damage. Uh, seven damage. Nice. And as a free action, I will mock him. Uh, no magically, but uh, <laughs> just, just mock him. Uh, and that'll end my turn. Alrighty. Maze is unconscious. Earl? Okay, so I am going to attack him with the silver dagger, and then if it's okay, I'd like to kind of kick maze with my bonus action to try to wake her up. Uh, that's an 8 to hit, so that's not going to hit. Well. Nope, that's not going to hit. Now, I have what? a qu- question. Am I asleep on the broom? Because <laughs> I never got off the broom. <laughs> no, technically you never got off the broom. Um, and you would have been hovering uh, just off, but you would you would have probably would have fallen off the broom but not taken any fall damage. Right? <sighs> We'll, we'll, we'll say for kindness, you weren't high enough to take the fall damage. Well, falls. he was being in melee. Yeah, because they were attacking, they so she would have so to be in melee. So, for additional kindness, will she get to make a constitution check to see if she wakes up? When uh, she no, she is, she's unconscious. Oh, she does unconscious. She doesn't take damage, so right. <laughs> she wasn't high enough off the ground. <clears throat> Pearl, um, get to roll an attack uh, with advantage. Let me double check though. Unconscious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Make sure it's actually. <laughs> uh, so I'm guessing that's an unarmed strike, correct? Actions or reactions? Um. Oh. Conscious creature is incapacitated, drops a holding and falls prone. Automatically feels strength and deck. Attacks and the creature have advantage. Any attack that hits a creature is a critical hit if the attack is within five feet. So you're going to try and kick her with an unarmed with an unarmed strike. Uh, roll with advantage. That's a twenty-four to hit. Uh, yeah, that will hit. And since you're within five feet, it's an automatic critical. So what is a critical on your unarmed strike? That's a D four. So four plus roll the D four. And of course I will high. That's plus 
takes <laughs> ten damage. <laughs> so you, <laughs> you you come up and you, you just kind of kick her square in the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Maze, you feel you you, you, you had this moment where you kind of semi dreaming and you kind of felt felt a slight uh, th- uh, thump as you hit the ground and then there's this sharp pain in your ribs <laughs> and you open your eyes you see Pearl looking rather sheepishly <laughs> she just kicked you <laughs> and I think if my math is right you're at four hit points now yeah yeah I hope Pearl about took me out. <laughs> Unconscious, unalive. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just trying to get you out. I wasn't expecting it to be all of that. I just wanted to wake up and up. I actually had a session where somebody threw a rock <laughs> and threw it with so much force that they killed a creature because it had so few hit points. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most hilarious thing I'd seen up till now. <laughs> I'm taking Fritz back after this. <laughs> so, back at the top of the order. the jackals are slightly stunned <laughs> at this. We get advantage on because all are scared. <laughs> they recover. They recover, and uh, one uh, one goes to swipe at you, Pearl. <laughs> and that is an eighteen to hit. That hits. Uh, five points of slashing damage. The other one that's the other one that's uh, conscious uh, takes takes an attack at Titus. That is a uh, twenty three to hit. That hits. <laughs> you think I'd feel out Five points of slashing damage. <laughs> Titus, you're up. Uh, the one that's immediately next to me. That how does he look? Pretty wounded. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, the one that just struck you. He's, uh, he looks a little worse compared to the other one, but only slightly. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, I will, uh, attack again with my, um, silver dagger 14 to hit. 14 will hit roll damage. Uh, five silver damage. Alrighty. Five silver damage. Okay. And continue mocking him and ending my turn. Fair enough. Maze? Uh, Half your movement to stand up. Yep. And then there's there's nothing I can do, guys. Um, Oh, let's see here. Okay. um, Hmm. Grapple him. Well, no, you can't grapple. You don't have any strength. 
Well, what? Okay. Hmm. Can I cast my cantrip light on the palm of my hand and shine it in one of the jackal's face and try to blind them? You can certainly try. I I, I will try. Alright. Uh, what's your uh, spell? Do you have a spell save, DC? Uh, let's see. It's a cantrip attack save dex 12. Okay. So, dex save on the jackal. On the jackal. Fails it, so it is blinded. Woohoo! Nice. Oh. Blinded condition. Um,. Uh, Creature can't see and automatically fails any any ability checks that require sight. Uh, attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Yay, I did something. Well <laughs> <laughs> played. Pearl? I'm going to attack the one she just blinded me. Go for it. So I'll go for the silver dagger. That's a nat 20. All right. That's without the advantage either. Uh, well, we'll, we'll say we'll, uh, you pretty much can't get much higher than a nat 20. So that's I would a success. Say so. So, and I got, I got max damage too. So, so uh, for, the, for the crit, plus seven. So that's 11 damage. Silver. 11 silver damage. All right. It's hurting. Good. Hurting real bad. to the top dead unconscious still alive uh will attack pearl and it has disadvantage on this roll that is a 16 to hit seriously yes i hit <laughs> come on that is going to be Eight points of slashing damage. Ooh, barely up. And the other one that is uh, still alive is going to attack Titus again. That is a 13 to hit. Misses. Alrighty. Titus, you're up. Alrighty. Dagger, dagger, dagger. I've heard that phrase before. Yep. Uh, 16 to hit. That will hit. And uh, four silver damage. Four silver damage. Alrighty. It's still up. Hmm. Okay, that ends my turn. Alright, Maze. Um, is the one still blinded? Yes, the, <laughs> the one is still blinded. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna 
cast it on my other hand and shine it in the one that Titus is fighting's face. Alrighty. It fails the save. So it's blinded as well. Uh, Pearl, you get a d10 of healing. Yay, I need it. <laughs> I care so much. And so did, uh, so did Maze. Uh, d10 of, of healing. I get that one. But hey, that's still one more point. No, uh, May, uh, Pearl got the d10 of healing. Maze is going to get a potion. Oh. Uh, she also got uh, a d10 of healing from Mr. Chili. Oh, yes, I see that. So, yeah, Ooh. go ahead and roll your d10. Thank you. Check the other list. Thank you guys for helping us. Yes, thank you so much. Um, Maze, go ahead and uh, roll a d20 and tell me the result. Five. All right, I will tell you that at the end of at the end of combat. Okay. Um. Next up is Pearl. Okay. I am going to yet again attack this one that's still hitting. Still hitting is still kicking. Put the super attacker. There it goes. 22 to hit. And 4 silver damage. Alright. That is enough to kill it. How do you want to do it? Um, you know, they're all slashing all these girls in the throat. I want to slash it in the throat. Alright. You come up and you kind of flip the dagger around and just strike and cross and uh, cut it and cut it. Cut its uh, cut its throat, and it uh, falls to the ground, bleeding out. Brings it back to the top, conscious, dead. Last one will strike at Titus again. Okay, that's going to be a twenty-three to hit. It hits for six points of slashing damage. Alrighty. Will bring us to Titus. All right, and it is currently blinded by uh, the light. Yep. So I will roll with advantage, which is good because that definitely they both. Okay, I'm going with this one uh, an eight, which still misses. Ouch. <laughs> All righty. Apparently, the light was also blinding me a little bit. Alrighty. So uh, brings us to Maze. Oh yeah, because I forgot the blindness. Uh, that uh, eight points of of slashing damage. Go ahead and take that off. Because I rolled once, I should have rolled twice and taken the one. My mistake. But I fixed it. All right. Oh, for me. Yeah. yeah. All right, Maze, you're up. Um, I, I, I'm just holding true and just blinding that one until the other one wakes up. Okay. Pearl? There is, uh, there are a couple that are unconscious. 
on the ground. I am gonna I'm gonna focus on the one that's up and we'll worry about the ones that are down in a sec. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and roll for it. Huh? Twelve to hit. Twelve just hits. Roll damage. Ooh, max damage. Seven points. Alrighty. That one goes down. Alright. Uh back over to Titus. Because there are two that are unconscious. Get him. Um, One has more wounds than the other. I'm going to uh, finish off the one that's wounded. Okay, roll for attack. Uh, and it's a, it's an automatic crit, right? An, uh, if you hit, you still have to okay. you roll with advantage. Okay. <laughs> advantage though, right? Yeah. So uh, the first roll is a 17 that hits, right? Mm-hmm. So and it's a crit. So what's what's your uh, what's your damage? Um. So five and four, nine damage. All right, that'll kill it. Good. All right. And that'll end my turn. Maze. Okay. The last one's still unconscious. So mm-hmm. can I hold an action to cast light in its direction if it stands up or if it wakes up to blind it? You certainly can. What I'll do. Alrighty, well, this will bring us to Pearl. Okay, and I will attack the one that is down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a nine to hit. That's with advantage. Yeah, that's with advantage. I roll a nine and an eight. Uh, yeah. You you do you actually don't. Uh, some reason you just can't seem to get this. <laughs> By my fear, I'm mad at all these guys. The guys got out of the way again. All right, Titus, you're up. All right, I will do the same. Okay. Uh, 14 is the first roll that hits. That will hit. Roll it again just in case you get something higher. Okay. I do not get any higher. Just... All right, so uh, that is uh, nine damage again. Alright, nine damage that uh, wakes it up from its sleep. And which Maze is standing by with the light to blind. Fails it, so it is prone and blinded. <laughs> Pearl? Good. <laughs> Going after it, man. All right, well, that is a 24 to hit. That will hit. And that is four silver damage. Just makes it. What's the other four? Just makes it. That just makes it. Four is enough. Oh, awesome. (laughs) So that one is is no more. I I like that system. The blinding thing worked good. Yes, very effective. Very, very creative. The, and it was better than the grapples, too. <laughs> uh, searching the body's uh, maze, you find a vial. Um, it is a... Uh, uh, you find a vial, and uh, the vial is a 
Filter of Love. Uh, if you take that potion for the next 10 minutes... A right, creature that takes the potion for the next 10 minutes... Uh, the, cre you, the creature is, is charmed by whoever it looks at for one hour. Um, basically, it's just just like the uh, quintessential love potion number nine. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I um while while we're searching the bodies, I will uh, uh do lay on hands on myself to get my health back up, and okay. then uh, Maze Pearl, who's who's got the lowest HP? Not three. You're at three? Not three. I'm at 12, so. All right, so I will give you uh, the remainder three points that I have for my uh, lay on hand. So you get three points of healing. Um, and uh, across all five of them on the ground, you get 18 gold pieces. Okay. Uh, Pearl wants to climb up the wall to see if the guy's still there. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say I'm going to hop on my broom and go up there and check too. All right, as you both uh, crest the uh, top of the roof, there is no body, and that is where we'll end it for the for the session tonight. <laughs> they just keep getting away, man. We were so close too. We were so close. Oh. I was, I was really tempted to take the opportunity attacks to get up there and get him. Yeah. Usually, if, if the DM has that much like way of like deterring you, I'm like, mm, maybe he's too strong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to learn. <laughs> Oh man, we were right there. I mean, we saw it go down. My fear is that it's 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 too late because this is body number five. Well, we can take a moment. Do you want to go and invest? Do you want to investigate the body? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, the uh, the young woman's body sits slumped against a brick wall. Her throat has been slashed so deeply that only the position of her body keeps her head on her shoulders. The look in the girl's face is one of sheer terror. No living creature should die that way. The way she did. Once again, the murderer has left his characteristic mark and the internal organs have been neatly removed. Uh, give me investigation checks. Uh, my strongest skill. Oh, nat 20. Yay! Hey, hey. Nat 20! <laughs> Got a nat 22! Oh, my word. Well played. Um, and, and with those nat 20s, you realize you have failed your mission. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you see... You the uh, you recognize the girl. Uh, her name is Charlotte. You've uh, come across her previously in your uh, investigations. Clutched in her hand is a fragment of a letter. Oh, I'll definitely grab that. Uh, 
letter fragment. Is is uh, torn, so there's only bits of sentences. Uh, first line says personally. Second line says Div diversions have been. Third line, this year's entertainment. Fourth line are firing performers. And so I can assure you, Miss Ellsworth, that my party will be as splendid as always. My servants have done up each room in a different theme. The event promises to be even more spectacular than the gala I held last year, which I am sure you remember to be, next line, event indeed marred by only by, next line, unforeseen incidents, next line, will not dissuade, last line, year and. As you look at it, you is you picture a rectangular sheet of paper, right? Mm -hmm. It's torn jaggedly at the top and torn jaggedly at the bottom. What I read was the piece of it that was there. So there are some broken sentences and there are some uh, complete sentences. It's probably the most important clue of the whole whole deal and a fitting place to end tonight's session man we actually got a clue for once <laughs> yes you got a clue and a great clue and not a bad cliffhanger I would hope <laughs> mm -hmm. oh. pretty good right yeah yeah good one. it was fun no I'm still Mm, they still keep getting away, man. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they seem to. Pearl is going, she knows it's not going to be there, but she's still going to go back and look and see that creature's still there or not. Guess we'll find out next session. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm going to write that down, man. <laughs> going to find out that next session. Uh, so thank you to all of you for spending your Saturday evening uh, playing D&D uh, &D, uh, in, in the session. Uh, thank you to everyone in the chat for hanging out with us uh, through tonight's session. Hope it was enjoyable and fun. Uh, double check in the activity feed. Uh, thank you for all of those bits and channel points that were cheered. Uh, got a couple, I believe we had a sub renewal this early on in the session. Yep, Ms. K for the for the re, for the four month sub. Uh, thank you to all of you for all of that support. It's greatly appreciated. It takes resources to do this, and the more resources we can gather, the better we can make these streams and uh, make them more enjoyable. Yep. So tomorrow morning, ten a.m. is Sunday with Scoob, where we can sit and hang out. If there are questions about the previous sessions, we can uh, kind of do a behind the screen on those and just kind of deep dive into that, or We'll just play more Baldur's Gate 3 and see how we relax Sunday having coffee. Um, but much appreciated. You guys are awesome and amazing. Uh, don't want to keep you 